0: welcome back to another edition of dog and i'm molina mike and i appreciate all you guys tune in and have your notifications on for the show we've been having a ton of great stuff as of late and i've been having some pretty some pretty great guests and um you know, it's uh it's been quite the adventure of just kind of winging it and figuring things out. But I got the guest tonight. You guys are not gonna believe uh, who I got to join the show. I'm not sure where he's out of these days. As a matter of fact, you you know save your start screenshotting, you know, take a picture, do something because uh, I don't know how often we're gonna get this this gentleman on, but I got Joey Ryan will in sh- will the build up in will the you- building.
1: I take a couple weeks off and- <laughs>
0: gotta act like a total ass welcome 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 to your show buddy how
1: are you oh man i'm good i'm good melina it's good to see you it's good to be back man hey we got about 20 people jumped on so far let us know if you can hear us and see us okay uh we are gonna talk some pool you know it's gonna have be a good time what do you
0: think mike yeah i'm looking forward to it man it's uh i always love talking pool it's been it's been a long day but uh uh we we persevere so uh, and I'm always down for some pool conversations
1: I don't know if you saw but I posted a question of the day today on patreon and uh, i did not see that no, yeah you no. got to go on there and watch it and give your response because you know it has to do with the uh, let's just say it has to do with the pretty busy pool calendar lately and what it means to professional pool players so
0: I'm sure the patreons what, what, what's that what where at what direction is that topic going
1: well i mean i was just you know i don't want to take the the steam away from the video you got to watch it but you know pretty much like at what point so if you think about it in the nfl they wanted to go to an 18 game season right, right. but but the you know the owners wanted that it's more money but the right. um players union stepped up and said hey wait a minute You're talking more injuries. You're talking more risks to the players. Let's not do that, right? Um, In fact, I don't even think they do four preseason games now because of that. right? I think they cut it back to three maybe. I
0: think it's – yeah, something like that. Maybe two. Yeah,
1: so at what point is there somebody to step in for the pool players and say, you know what, they're jet-setting all across the world to gather these Moscone Cup points and to play in all these events. It's a happy problem, right? we got a lot of events – but at what point is it too much? And so I'd like to get your response to that on the Patreon so our supporters can see it.
0: Well, I think... um, On the Patreon. Oh, you almost say for the Patreon. Yeah. That's a real... Look... Look, uh, It's deep. It it is. It's a very sensitive subject. Uh, One that I'm, you know, gladly going to have, and I think there's multiple layers to it, you know, not just... Like tournament and scheduling and, and figuring things out from a budget standpoint. At the end of the day, everyone's a um, everyone's you know in charge of their own business. You know, so um, they got to make those decisions. But I'd love to have that conversation. So man, let's do it. I don't. I gotta get back into Patreon and check it out. So <laughs> do you, know. you even know how to log in? <laughs> no, no. Usually, for those of our patrons who do follow the show or do follow that. Joey is the one who does all the back end work. So when Joey goes on vacation, that means Patreon goes on vacation as well. But I'm going to try to learn how to do that. I was just talking with someone earlier today about starting to like jump on the horse and figuring that out so we can keep that content rolling. So,
1: yeah. Hey guys, um, we see your comments. A lot of great comments in there already. Uh, thanks for welcoming welcoming me back with open arms. Uh, Patrick Neal says whoever wins the Powerball tomorrow should step up
0: and start a real U.S. tour. <laughs> well, I think you know, that that's part of that conversation is that you know those guys are going to have the opportunity with more domestic dates, and I feel like especially next year there's going to be even more where you're not you don't have to be going overseas as much. Although if you're one of those big name players, you probably should. You know, but that's like- Did you
1: see when Jeremy posted about his recap from the Spanish Open and the uh, the World Cup of Pool, Carl Boyce's comment on there? No, no, no. Hashtag the takeover. And I said, takeover of what? And he said, the game. And I said, you sound like a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> and I put a picture for the villain from uh, Austin <laughs> Powers in there. I just didn't know if you caught that or not.
0: No. Negative, negative. You know, it's but one thing up. to
1: try to take it over. It's another thing to tell everybody you're taking it over. I don't know, but I, I guess mean, that's the way Carl. They got,
0: they got events They got events all over the place, and they're filling up a calendar. I mean, it's one thing to say that this is what we're going to do, but, you know, look look on the calendar. Everywhere you look, there's there, there there's a U.S. event starting, I think, next week. You know, so they're not talking about it. Well, company. you
1: got to – so you have – okay. So, you know, I look at it. And I say you got the matchroom events, right? And we're seeing more and more of them, right? You got Spanish right. Open. You have UK Open. Right. You have, um, what, European Open?
0: Arizona Open, Utah Open, Well, y- y- you name it.
1: Yeah, so, okay. So I'm just saying that they have some great marquee events. And then you have the events that are like, you know, no disrespect to them, but the smaller events that get the matchroom stamp on them. And right. we've seen some problems with the consistency of those events and, you know, um, the redraw issue that they had at the Bob Stocks, you know, certain things like that that kind yeah. of pop up along the way. Was,
0: look, I had that same issue when I was helping Desiree whenever we were doing the Chuck. Right, right. You know, and, and it was like it wasn't that we were uh, incompetent. It was just it was logistics, right? The, the software just wasn't able to handle what we were trying to do, you know, yeah. and then eventually eventually we just made a decision where it was like hey listen it's we've been at at this at figuring this out using the software you know in in coordination with digital pool for i think it was like three hours and finally it was like i'm i'm over it let's just draw names let's just see them right right draw names and let's just do it kind of well and you know
1: this isn't any disrespect to you but there's other (laughs) issues right so you know, like it, when they had that event in New Jersey last year, the one that Greg Hogue won, it was on Brunswick's, completely different from playing on the tables that you saw at the Spanish Open.
0: Added money uh, issues.
1: Yeah, added money issues. There's, There's all kinds of things that once you get kind of outside of your – uh, your wingspan there at Matchroom, you can't really control a lot of those variables,
0: you know. I think you can now. Now I think they're putting more heart. Like I think initially, are they going to? Is people, Turning I Stone going to be an
1: event? Is Turning
0: Stone going to be an event? Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're not an event, to be honest with you. Only well, I mean, because we saw all, what happened all at the
1: they, players meeting last year. People were saying this is an
0: event, and well, only because I feel like Zuglin will just shoot – Zuglin just a you know, stubborn guy and he's not going to want to adjust to their rules. And I feel like now, right. You know, from, 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 from Matt, no, why, why would it be? He's fine doing his own thing. He's fine having his own events. And, and if it's not, you know, a, a ranking event, well, I don't think it's any skin off of his back. And from match side, they'll feel like, well, we got other events that can be in its place anyway. So it's fine. Oh,
1: I see what you mean. No, I, I'm in agreement with that, but I'm yeah. just saying like, you know, as events are popping up and Matchroom puts their stamp on them, if it's not up to that Matchroom standard, which Emily said has admitted in the past, that is a problem, right? People are used to that certain standard. Well,
0: since you've been gone, <laughs> I feel <laughs> I, I feel like there's been a lot more people coming on board, and and because of that, reminds me of that song. Since you've been gone, yeah. <laughs> you miss me, buddy? I, I, a little bit, yeah. No, I do. I like I like having these conversations, you know, and and. Uh, of course our dynamics always great, man. but you know there's now that there's so many people willing to jump on board, well now we're not going to give you a pass on formats, right? We're mm-hmm. not going to give you a pass on these things that maybe initially early on we we're willing to give you a pass on because we wanted to have these dates under our umbrella, right or these you know events under our umbrella. Now it's like we got you know events coming out of our ears. Now it's these are the guidelines you have to follow. You know, these are the things that you have to do. And there's certain things that I feel like are going to be non-negotiables, right? You have to play there. You have to play that nine on the spot. You have to play with the break box. You have to play all those things, you know, and I don't think that Zuglin and Turning Stone is ever going to go if the only way that he would go and adjust is if it came from him, his point of view. I don't think he would ever do it for the sake of jumping on to their train. If that, you know, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with that yeah, I'm, I'm just—that's just my opinion on it. So hey, so
1: I know you already talked with JJ about Spanish Open and World Cup of Pool, but you and I haven't even talked, man. We've been busy. I've had stuff going on. You've been interviewing everybody under the sun. I hope people have enjoyed it. But um, I just want to hear your thoughts on the Spanish Open. Uh, you know, it's funny because Besterbosch makes the finals, and I remember watching him in like the first round, and I'm like. This guy's playing terrible. He's gonna be like out of this in
0: no time. time I reached out he to Mark. Got super hot. I, I, I reached out to Mark. I've yet to get a response, and I may or may not have gotten left on red. So I'm hoping that oh. uh, I'll at least get a response. And maybe it's just because my opinion on you know leading up to it, I should say. So um, what was
1: that? Did you knock
0: him? Hell. I mean, you just knocked him right now, and like no, the I didn't and, knock in, him in your intro. You're like, we all had. I don't think he's him gonna twist. get. Him.
1: You know, obviously, yeah. he's a capable player but we've all had tournaments like that where the tournament starts out and you look like you can't make three balls. And then all of a sudden you catch a gear. (laughs) i never said that about the guy.
0: I've never said that about match. I forget what match it
1: was. Both of them were dogging it pretty bad in the match I watched. Welcome back, Joey. Welcome back, buddy. (laughs) Coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) But look, I mean, by all accounts, I didn't get to watch many of his matches, but he really caught fire and, and played great for the rest of that tournament, which he's, was a surprise.
0: He's lately has got a lot of respect for Mark. You I know, saw that. I, obviously, you know, you know, they're both from the Netherlands. He knows his work ethic. He knows what kind of player that he is. You know, do I think he overperformed? Yeah, up until this point, I feel like he he did. You know, and and you know there would need need to be more um, consistency going deep on that stage. He's always been great in Euro Tours, right, and been you know, solid around the tour for, for many, many years. Everyone knows he's a dangerous out, but um, yeah, I mean, he went on a run, you know, he, he, he got fortunate at times in late matches, uh, especially that, that quack um, match where, you know, he leaves that nine ball hanging and Mark just couldn't, Mark couldn't get wet falling out of a boat, you know, until the very end when that ball's hanging in the jaws and, and just kind of got, got away with one, but he made the best of it. And he was in a really good spot to win the event overall. You know, I didn't I told Jeremy this, but I didn't think he had I didn't give him much chance in hell to beat dang. I thought dang was left. I thought he was going to beat him by like three games, to be honest with you. That's what I told Mike. I said, dang. I think I think it's going to be like a three game spread is, is what I felt like. And Mark came out and just, you know, hit him in the mouth, you know. So what did you know fight. about
1: dang leading up to that match that kind of gave you the idea that he was a heavy favorite in that because I don't know much about the guy.
0: I saw his break. With, I saw his match with Sky, and it was scrappy. But like, when I'm looking at a player, and, and what I'm taking into consideration looking at Dang is he hasn't been around in a while, right? So like, he's gonna have holes in his game. It's just natural, right? Even like the great Wu and all, everyone's Wang Can was a you know shell of himself, right? All these players, they don't come out looking like Cladio. They don't come out looking like. You know, Kyle Almorado from the Philippines. They don't come out looking like that. Like percentage-wise, even if you're an elite player somewhere else, you're gonna you're gonna kind of have that Bambi effect when you come on the ice over here, right? And so when I'm looking at Dang, there's a few things that I thought could could sustain him, could help him weather the storm. And one of them was that break. The other thing was that when he's hitting the ball thick, well, that's something that he can adjust to as as the tournament goes on. But he had flashes within that match where I thought, man, he was really running out fluidly, comfortably, and with a lot of confidence. So that with that break, just that's what I said. Hey, listen, if I'm going to pick someone who I think could go on a run here, it's that dude, man. Because there was that, I mean, like Neil said, hey, I test something. I was going to say, yeah. I, love, I love our supporters. Patrick yeah. Neil says he yeah. passed
1: the eye test. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
0: He didn't Mario hit it. That's for sure. You know, and I love Mario, but you know, he, he came up clutch, man. He came up big time, you know? So Mike, your favorite
1: event every year, your favorite event
0: is the world cup of pool. Absolutely.
1: Did you leave this year's world cup of pool thinking like it's one of the best ever?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, I mean like maybe. I don't know. I, I I didn't really gauge it like that to be honest with you. I didn't really clock it in that regard because I already just, you know, it's already one of my favorite events. So I don't, you know, that's not like on on the scale for me, you know. Um, but I love the stories from it. You know, I loved uh, I love what the Philippines did, obviously, and, and their success. But there was others within that. You know, I loved Maritz in Germany. I love I actually love the Netherlands coming out of there. You know, I like seeing Chinese Taipei show the heart of a champion to come back from a big deficit i like china you know almost going you know uh uh deep as well um you know i think it showed where some players are and it showed where some players aren't but i also feel like it showed where chemistry is just that much more weighted you know with certain things man you know like is this inside.
1: is this the start of a changing of the guard in the philippines because you know got-
0: no, no 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 don't no let's let's don't even go there no 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 i mean I, I, you gotta consider that notion right part of that is part of that is financials and opportunity you know and and it it's kind of similar to what you're talking about to start the show when it comes to like the risk reward and you know all these events and things like that and in the philippines it's very difficult to get a visa on top of that you know i've helped a few guys that you know like Anton when he came to the okay, Derby, I, you know, and, and so there's good.
1: Well, I was going to say, both, both of these guys have, you know, top talent. You can't deny that Chua, you know, we've seen Chua, we saw him in person out there at the world 10 ball a couple years ago. Brian. And he looked like he was fixing to win a tournament. And I want to say in the U S open right after that, he lost Hill Hill in the semifinal to Beato. So we know he's capable of snapping off a huge one. And then James, James has been, uh, when he was in the US, he was out there playing everybody, playing great pool, you know, and then, you playing know, so everybody,
0: and- but James hadn't won a major event. Let's just I mean, like James got a lot of James got a lot of, like, presence because of what Roy and that platform did and him being all over social media, but like, right. you know, let, just keep things in perspective here. I mean, he, he made it to a final of Derby City. You know, you know, James. He won, he won like the Cajun Open Classic you, or something. You know what I mean? Like,
1: what do you have? Like thirty-two thousand followers on Windows Open now. Yeah,
0: something, something like that. that.
1: James is probably responsible for like five thousand of them, because if yeah. you remember, we were out of Vegas that year, and we got a message from Roy and said, "Hey, could you stream James's match?" Remember? We set up I the do. cameras and we live streamed that match, and from right there, Pool Player Podcast, Windows Open. You know, our show just took off, you know, um, that was a fun time. But, you know, the point I'm making is, you know, these are two younger guys, you know, they're not like, you know, teenage young, but they're younger guys and they're Filipino and they are getting out and traveling to events. So could this be kind of the signaling of the next, you know, Francisco Bustamante, uh, Carlo Beato, you know now. Oh, that, oh no, no see,
0: okay. okay that, that's that's a different question. You're saying if this is the changing of the guards, I'm I'm not I'm not signing off on that check. Could it be a million percent? It could be. You know, Chua is is. I, I feel like they are two completely different questions, though, Joe. You know, you're talking about now. Like I listen. This is what chemistry, you know, can can deliver for you, right? Because they those two have known each other since they were in grade school. You know, they got a lot of and, – and, and for as great as James has, has been, right, Chua was the leader, was the alpha in that duo there. You know, I don't think a lot of people would have expected that outside of, you know, if, if you knew them personally, you know, because all we've seen is more of James, I feel like. But um, they're going to have a lot of opportunity. They can come big time. You know, James went in that event individually out in Indonesia. I know it was a small smaller event, but – you know, those are the kind of things where I always felt like James had the ability. It was just here. And when I talked to him during the Spanish Open, he said as much, you know, he was very candid about the things that Alex had talked about whenever I talked with Alex and 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 kind of clocking James. Um, and when it, when it comes to the mental side of uh, of the games, maybe we're like, that's where he's come short, you know, here or there. Um, but yeah, I mean. They could be great champions, man. You know they absolutely can, not and they already are. They already well, are. And, and, but but and, like, correct me right, like if I'm wrong. Like the Dennis's and those kind of guys. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get there yet. Not yet.
1: Yeah, I'm not right. saying that. Yeah, we're yeah. not gonna like Dennis Green would say. We're not gonna crown their asses. Yeah. <laughs> remember yeah, when right he did right. that? <laughs> <laughs> he went off of that interview. I Bears, can literally.
0: What, 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 I, what I hear that they were i can literally see the press conference yeah. you know want to crown my, their asses yes. crown, them. crown them you go ahead and crown them yeah,
1: yeah. the players <laughs> are who we thought they were yeah, yeah. so we let them off the
0: hook because i ended it yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but is it isn't it true that like a week or two later james goes out uh what was it to uh indonesia or somewhere and snaps he off a big wanted, event yeah yeah he yeah. just
0: won an event out there which and is think great it and i love that third yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He lost to the guy who was lost to James in the final. And, and you know, listen, they they got to travel more. They got to play more big time events. That you, you're starting off completely like here ahead of the game now in this new like post COVID you know tournament era that we're in, right? Because James got a big win over Francisco individually, right? Then you then you follow that up with a duo win with your partner in the mm-hmm. World Cup pool. You know you can you can play with anyone. Right, he just happened to run into Niels, who Niels was playing out of his mind, you know, which he can do. The guy's a multiple-time world champion, right? Yep. But it's like, you know, the upside is there. I want to see it come to fruition more on a individual scale with the, with with those two. But what yep. they were able to do that week was very special, you know. And and for me, because I've known James for a little while, right, for for you know many years, and have um, been a big fan of his. And I've seen James dog it a few times, whether in gambling matches against Kevin Ching in Houston a few years ago, where he was, I thought, dead stealing. You know, to other shortcomings that I've seen, to see him come clutch when it came time to be clutch, that's what champions are made of, man. Like yeah. that, that, that stage, you know, on that stage, yes, mm-hmm. a million percent, Joe. Because to fade what Chinese Taipei did, and then to get that opportunity, which they got, and they made the best of it, but they, but they delivered. Right? The Taiwan team, they were champions in their own right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for, and then even when when they were fading Germany coming back, James came with such a tough shot, man. When they were like, that storm was coming, they were on their heels, you know? And it, and it led itself to an opportunity to, are you going to be that same player who's going to fold? And they didn't. They stood tall and they, they played together they came super clutch under super tough conditions under the biggest of moments they got the pressure of the whole country watching them right and i palms were sweaty right i mean it was just it was it was incredible man you know and no, i and i, and and, I want to see them follow it up 10 more times
1: one of the cool parts about it too is you see how the folks in the Philippines really support their players. I've seen yes. so many, so much media, so much, you know, stuff on social that, social way. media from folks in the Philippines, like, you know, really congratulating them and giving them, showing them the love. I think it's great. Uh, one storyline that I want to talk to you about that you know I didn't prep you for or anything, but I think it's interesting, is that it seemed like a few years ago, if it was the finals of any big event, uh, usually one of the two, if not both of the players in the finals were predator sponsor players. And one thing that I've noticed <laughs> is recently, oh, Joe, Q-Tech, Joe, Joe. hold on Q tech has been adding to their stable of players and, and uh, it seems to be purposeful in the people that they're signing, you know, they're, they're kind of up and coming players in the game or players that are, that are really hitting that big stage. And we saw that in the final, right? We saw two of the four players being Tech players in Maritz and Chua. So uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems I like have. you know a couple of years ago it was Shane and, and Fedor, you know, and so now they've added all these pieces along the way. Sky Woodward went deep in that Spanish Open. you know, so The
0: last two events. Yeah, Chris Melling, who was just deep in a, in a Chinese 8-ball event Melling, as well. You know, you have you, you you mentioned Maritz, and we all know the, you know where where his stock is heading to right now. You know, and there's a common denominator there, you know, amongst all those players with great resumes and successes, and and even what makes it even cooler for me is just because of even though you're saying they've added more players, relatively speaking, it's still a pretty small stable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a small nucleus of players. They're very
1: selective compared they to. Are. Absolutely, Predator seems to sign a lot of players and gets a lot of great players. They
0: were they were trying to get your next born, you know. So Predator Predator will go after whoever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they, they they heard about that Joey Ryan Expo story. So oh you know, gosh, they, yeah, they wanted to get yeah. that. They wanted to get him inked up. You know? Don't
1: you? Add, don't you put it up <laughs> on the screen? <laughs> but yeah, it seems like Q Tech is just more. Um, Selective in the players that they're choosing, but they're they are starting to choose more players. So, yeah. um you know, I remember well, that it I, was just. A I think Predator player.
0: Predator will be a lot more lean coming up. I feel like. You think so? Yeah, I do. What does it. it
1: say? What does it say about? Because I know when I, so obviously I play with Q Tech, but when I was coming up in the game, I would have never played with Q Tech, ever. Like to me, that was I won a Q Tech. Well, they've, they've I won listened. the APA. I, hold on, in APA, I won like top shooter go. one year, and I got. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do. I know you're gonna do it. Here we go.
0: I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm, I'm And I done. and
1: I got a Q Tech Q as right. like you know the award for winning top shooter or something in the APA, and I just remember thinking I'm never gonna use this Q, but there's been, you know, their equipment has went from you know, really being something, don't you, don't you do it. Something <laughs> that folks, you know, really wouldn't use, or it wasn't a big deal to now it's, it's right up there. It's, it's some of the top equipment out there, you know, and yeah, is, comp-
0: I am affiliated
1: with them. This is not a paid ad for them, but I just think it says a lot about their equipment because if you take someone like Moritz, if you take, I mean, these guys can get sponsored by anybody, Chua, you know, but they're choosing to play with that equipment. It's pretty cool. Sky Woodward as an example.
0: I feel like a lot of it's in how you treat people, but also it's got to be, it's got to have, you know, performance along there with that, you know, in the QTEC of, you know, Shane's first US Open compared to Shane's recent world championship QTEC are two completely different brands, you know, completely different, um, from so many aspects and, and they'll tell you as much, you know, um, it's so hard to like, I feel like in a lot of aspects, QTEC had this like stigma almost, you know, where... Um, just as far as reputation, and not only have they overcame that, but then now their equipment is more looked at as as being more premier, along with being affordable and available for everybody. You know, so right. and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hurt the fact that. And listen, they are a sponsor of some of the other things that I'm doing. We got a great relationship with them. Joey is is a sponsored player, but like if anyone knows me, you know they know I I'll I'll tell it like it is. <sighs> You know, I'll say what's on my mind. I don't give a a shit. (laughs) You know, I had somebody run their mouth today
1: about you on one of my Facebook posts and said that you cheated them out of $40. So I cash-apped them $40. Did you? stop talking trash about you. How many others do I have to pay for?
0: That sounds like Stephen Fair is what it sounds like. (laughs) That's who it was. Yeah, he's a real gem. He's he's (laughs) probably been blocked by like everybody under the sun, by the way.
1: Well,
0: he's $40 richer today. Nice, man. But your oh, debt is paid. Your debt is paid. Don't worry about I, it. I, I don't know, I'm kind of that, – that makes my skin crawl a little bit, knowing you sent that joker $40. Anyway. Hey, but listen, uh, when we
1: get to Seattle for that uh, Don Weir tournament – I'm looking forward to that one. I'm going to show you my new toy. I just got it. It's uh, aq Tech Q-Tec 4x8. You're
0: making it real awkward when you start off like that. Like, just <laughs> But it's bit. navy
1: blue, and it is beautiful, and I packed all my cubes in it. I'm so excited to get out there with it.
0: That's gonna be a good time.
1: I'm actually, I'm actually signed up for that event. I'm gonna be hitting balls. I saw your name on the players list, and I'm what? like, wait a minute. Do people not realize. Do you, you know how really many messages it? I've gotten about that?
0: <laughs> you know? It's unbelievable. Hey, yeah, if no, you guys aren't doing
1: anything, what date is it, Mike? April or August twenty uh, sixth, twenty seventh, or 25th? I, I got, got a, I got If a You're bunch not doing anything. Fly out to the Seattle area, Everett, Washington, for the Don Weir Tournament, Don Weir Memorial, and you'll get a chance to see Melina Mike actually play some pool for two, for two matches.
0: I got a lot of stuff coming up for that event. I've been in coordinating, talking with Jason quite a bit, and he's a great guy. And, um, I got a lot of respect for him. And we're going to stream
1: uh, some stream some matches.
0: Yeah. We'll have the ability to, I'm pretty sure. So, I'll bring um, you my it, we got to figure out like the logistics of the internet at the location, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's gonna. It's it's a it's a big. I didn't realize it was gonna be that big of a list. That was gonna be like a small list of players. I didn't realize it was gonna be that deep and a lot of big names on there. So, <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't prepared. But uh, no, it's gonna be a good time. I think right before that is the um, is the Brendan out in Sacramento. So that'll be like two weeks of.
1: Oh, you're gonna uh, go from uh, there. You're gonna go to the Brendan first.
0: Yeah, I think so. I oh, know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah. am. So you're not gonna come to Phoenix
1: uh, for my birthday before that.
0: I'll see you soon after, you know? Oh, so, okay. And I may not see between now and then, the way you've been running, so who knows? Uh, no, but it's... Um, I got a lot of stuff planned for it. I've been getting a lot of uh, pictures and stuff from Jason, and we got a lot of fun stuff. I've just been... My mind's been, like, really geared towards just staying busy and these juniors and trying to pump them up and, and do all that stuff, along with, like, the other million things when it comes to pro events that are coming up. But um, it's soon about the shift, so... Um, Well,
1: I want to make an announcement. So uh, I haven't been doing a whole lot with podcasts, so my apologies. But I am going to, within the next week, I am going to be launching some merch. I haven't figured out all the logistics on it, but I'm going to, obviously, i got to get Melina's approval on some of this. But uh, we've had a ton of people ask about hats, shirts, things like that, and it's time. It's time to get some stuff out there, get some stuff in your hands. So uh, stay tuned for that. If you want to support the show, that's a great way to do it, right? If, when we get the merch, one. Don't get for, something.
0: Not like the, some of these patrons We ain't heard a question of the day in a minute from you, Joe. Well, you know, I was just gonna I'm just going to say. Trying. So so some <laughs> of them,
1: <laughs> you can purchase the merch. And then you know, as you're out and about wearing it, it helps to promote the the show so get more people watching hey what's dogging it and then you could tell them right and then uh secondly if you want to support the show you can head on over to patreon and check us out patreon.com slash dogging it uh we really appreciate it oh great idea patreon sponsor discount code i love it patrick neal we'll take care of that
0: make sure oh that that we can do for sure yeah. For sure. So
1: Melina, before I get to this next uh, you always handed out forty
0: dollar bills, evidently. So we'll for sure get <laughs> Only you the people, yeah. <laughs> only
1: the people you cheated out of forty dollars, apparently. Yeah,
0: he'll still be but, bitching, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> but uh hey, I wanna tell you a quick story. So yeah. um I I drove to Lake Tahoe for a soccer. I'm glad you're moment. back,
0: buddy. Yeah,
1: it's it's good to be back. But uh, you know, my wife she's like, I've never been to Lake Tahoe, I wanna go. And so we had an opportunity to go with the boys for a soccer tournament. And I'm telling her, like, this is not good. I got to fly back out of town the Monday we get home. So, like, it's not a good time to go. You're only going to get to watch soccer. We're not even going to be able to enjoy the lake. So, anyway, we go there, drive 13 hours. We stopped in Barstow, California. Why are you giving me the finger?
0: I was giving the finger to Franco.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So then we uh, – but that drive from Barstow, California to Lake Tahoe, it's amazing. It was beautiful. It's right on the back of Sierra Nevada's snow-capped mountains. At the end of June, it was crazy. Okay, but we were up there, stayed at the ski resort up there, did the soccer tournament, had a lot of fun. Even got a chance to go in the lake, which was freezing cold, by the way, and do we'll a little fish. Uh, it was like uh, forty-eight degrees or something. It was crazy. The lake was. Yeah. Dude, I've I mean, been it's not the- like. These-
0: I've been doing these like cold dips, man. It's been right around like fifty-two to fifty-seven. Telling you,
1: you gotta come over to my house, man. I have a that cold is. plunge.
0: Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been going like degrees. here, son, like here. And yeah. just
1: how how long are you staying in there? I only stay in for about a minute. But Renelli can stay in for three minutes at a time. It's pretty nuts. I've been staying for like a minute, and the last time I did four. That's strong. That's strong. But now I, get it down to forty eight, like at my house, son. No. Anyway. So we, we enjoy the weekend. It was great. And it's time to come home. And so I got a hotel in Vegas. Don't ever drive from Tahoe to Vegas at night because I'm driving through the the middle of, uh, first of all, I thought if I'm ever going to see a UFO, this is the time. And I didn't, So I'm very disappointed about that. Second of all,
0: we drove
1: through Nevada, Northern Nevada for two and a half hours and did not see another car, did not have cell phone service. I'm like, if I break down out here, I am screwed because I don't know how to fix nothing. <laughs> we're just going to be stuck. I'm not the shocked. <laughs> there's
0: probably was, a couple of dead bodies out there, too, by the way. It was way. crazy, bro.
1: It was crazy. So, anyway, we finally got to Vegas. We made it okay. And then we drove home the next day, but it was crazy.
0: When I, I was in, tell you that yet. when I was staying at Oscar's house, there was just like the drive. I believe what you said because there was a, some of those drives out there were gorgeous, especially as the sun was setting at certain times of the, of the night. But like one part of where I was going, I was driving with uh, Oscar and Disney. I said, What is that? And like way in the distance you can see a it was like eight degrees outside, beautiful weather. But way in the distance you could see a mountain with snow. And they were yeah. like, That's Tahoe. They were like, That's Tahoe. And I was like, No kidding. And it looked it looked beautiful from wherever the hell we were at. So it's really nice.
1: Um, I highly recommend it. And I did see a pool hall, but I didn't get a chance to stop in, which really sucks. But
0: they didn't want that smoke, Joe. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't want it.
1: I would have had to show them what I did at the
0: Super Billiards Expo back they know, in. They don't know, <laughs> man. They don't know. <laughs> they're going to learn the day. They're going to find out.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, so, Mike, the other thing I want to talk to you about, which I think is kind of interesting. So, we, you know, we've seen those mob events, $1,000 entry fee. Yeah. Uh, I mean. They host them in Vegas, Jack and, and Rebecca. They do a great job with those I've actually been there. I commentated one of them. Um, But, you know, those are usually 16 or 32 players. I believe that in Oklahoma, they just had an event where it was a $1,000 entry fee with 64 players. I want to say that it was, I think, first place was over $80,000. And we've talked about this before with the mob events. And, you know, and I tell you, I, I I don't know if that's great for pool. And the reason I don't know is because it's a lot of
0: Ask old boy who won 80 G's if it's great for pool.
1: Well, ask the guy who drove to Oklahoma from Arizona and paid in for $1,000 and went two and out and drove back home. They're
0: saying saying 128 players.
1: Was it really? 128? Holy cow. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Jason. Jason, did you drive out there? I think you did, didn't you? 74K, he said. 128 players. All right, fine guys. 128 players. But um is that good for the sport? You know, if you were at the event, I want to know like what was the environment like? Yeah, Jason played in it. Was it was there was there tension? Was it like more nerve wracking than typical tournaments? You know, I'm just curious because you know, it seemed to me, because I played in weekly tournaments where the entry fee was $20 and, you know, players are, you know, bitching and moaning and fighting over like calls and stuff and, you know, for a chance to win $180. Right. So this is in some ways kind of life-changing money. I'm curious to, to see if anybody has any comments on that. And Mike, I want to get your per- perspective. I know you like the mob events, the 32 and 60, 16 player fields, and it's a lot of money, but, um. You know, are you down with a 128
0: player $1000 entry? Well, number 1, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in Vegas and not Oklahoma. That's number 1. How the why? hell they got 100 cuz cuz have you ever been to Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why then. That's why, okay? That's, that's messed that's, up. Yeah, that's why, all right. Well, there it know goes me?
1: like A hundred of our followers. I'll
0: see see y'all later. I'll see y'all in Oklahoma. Okay. Don't call (laughs) me. I'll call you.
1: (laughs) That that is such a Texas thing right now. It is. is. Texas superiority.
0: There's certain things, man. I've been to Oklahoma like probably twice in my life. And there's a lot of great guys in Oklahoma. Joey's from Oklahoma. Chip's from Oklahoma. I like those guys quite a bit. Dude, your best
1: pool memory is from Oklahoma. What do you mean? When Dennis came back on Shane... It was. Wasn't that it like was, one of it the was at, best it memories was, you've ever it had? Was at,
0: it was at Bills. Yeah, I got that flyer on here somewhere. Yeah, no, it was. It was great. The best thing I've ever seen in my life, to be honest with you. But it, it was still in Oklahoma, you know? So, um, but, you know, it's here to stay. There's no getting around it, right? Like with, with Fargo comes this new age of pool. And with that, you're going to have guys who – players are always going to want to try to get in with the best of it. Right. And with people they feel like they have a better chance versus paying, you know, a thousand or seven fifty to go play a US open, right? With guys who I stand zero chance with. So they're comfortable with being that player and they're comfortable with keeping their Fargo where it's at. I'm sure I'd imagine that some of those people take a lot of time and energy and are very aware of what goes into their Fargo and how that number can get to where they may want it to be at. So I remember when we had the
1: Fargo guys on the show a long time ago, we talked to them about these high-dollar entry fee tournaments, and they said that uh, they really weren't in favor of them because it gives people a reason to try to manipulate their Fargo.
0: Well, but that's like that with any handicapping system, right? Now they're just taking said system and using that for a big entry event. But, like, we've seen that term sandbagging has been around in pool for forever. True,
1: true. But, but... Okay, if it's a regular $100 entry fee or something and you can win $3,000, $2,000, are you going to take the next year and sandbag to get your Fargo down under 600 so that you can play in that event to win $3,000? No. Will you do it to win
0: $74,000? Hell yeah. Shitheads in pool no matter what, like no matter what. Like they're going to be that way and if and if you don't call them out, then that's just how they're going to be. You know? And I feel like there's a lot of people who were genuinely under that cap who wanted to play, who wanted to compete, but I I'd imagine there was quite a few of them who probably, you know, game the system enough to get under said threshold, you know, and if they had enough time to do it, then they could figure that out. You know, I've no I've literally heard from people's mouths saying I've been waiting for this event and 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 planning for Fargo-wise for the last year to play in this big dollar entry event you know i've heard that from people so mm. i mean i just kind of chalk it up that's just the way it is and if and if you feel like it's you know not in your favor or you feel slighted by it or you know it, it's it's unfair to you then don't fucking play you know I, I don't i don't i don't really know i don't really know what else to tell you you know like you know take your ball and go play somewhere else find a one-on-one match up there with somebody else but if you want to do this there's a pretty good chance that you know, someone who's probably better than what they say they are, and what their number indicates, is probably there within that crowd of one hundred twenty-eight players. That would just be my guess. So, yeah. well, the um, winner was
1: from Arizona. It was Nick Apple, who went undefeated throughout the event. He's a six eighty-five Fargo. Uh, I did see one of the results, and I think the semifinals he beat a player who was a six ninety-nine, and they said he was supposed to be a huge underdog, and he won ten to two, or eleven to two, or something like that. So. Um, Interesting. I haven't heard anything about Nick. Um, you you know, could also have him. guys who go on runs too, Joe. Yeah. 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 yeah I was going to say, I haven't heard anything and... about him manipulating his Fargo or doing anything like that. Apparently. Right. And I'm not it's saying any apply. of those guys
0: who won did, I'm not pointing any fingers at any, at any one of them. But if I were a betting man, I would say there's probably a few of them. If you asked around that, some of them may have done some, you know, not so wholesome things to get their number down, you know, uh, below that threshold. So one thing for
1: sure, my buddy, Eric Nordstrom's in here and he lives in Oklahoma. He's from, he, he was living in Arizona. Oh, now he lives in Eric. Oklahoma, he, <laughs> <laughs> but Eric's, uh, Eric's, a, he couldn't play in that tournament. He's a high 600 player, uh very good player. And, uh, he said that, well, I'm not going to repeat what he said, but Hey, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I guess the jury's still out on it. If this
0: becomes a trend, you pay attention to your Fargo Joe and you get upset about the way things are in Arizona and have a very yeah you have you know vocal opinions right. about a lot of stuff. But Okay, here's my opinion. Okay? okay yeah. This is this is my opinion.
1: I'm not one to think that there's mass cheating of the Fargo system going on. Okay? Especially in Arizona. Arizona there's too many events, too many opportunities to make money. And so it you know it's for all different levels. So it's not like people are, you know, manipulating their Fargo to play in this particular event or that particular event. My problem with Arizona is that if you have, if you get to a certain Fargo level, then you just don't have opportunities to play. There's just hardly anything out there for you. So like Eric Nordstrom will tell you when he lived in, in, the-
0: in what range, in what range
1: over 650.
0: Okay. So then what are all the six fifties doing then? Nothing. They don't want to play each other, obviously. What do you mean by well, that? They don't want to match up. I would guess that if you had, you know, a six fifty and whatever, like a let's say a six fifty to seven thirty tournament, that maybe it wouldn't get filled up because they don't want to play with each other. And know that it's going to be difficult.
1: Wait, I didn't. Now, hear now, now, I was reading a comment. Yeah, I meant
0: five eighty five versus five ninety nine. What'd you say, Melina? No, I was saying I would guess that if you had like a six fifty to let's say seven thirty. Fargo event. Yeah. It wouldn't be so many people signed up because they don't want to play against each other. They know it's gonna be tough. People say that it's I don't think it's that. Well, does a tournament you you can I can say that, but I don't know anything about it. Does it does a tournament scene reflect that though? Well, yeah, I
1: mean that's what everybody says. And the truth is that when I'm in a cycle of not playing in events, because you know, there's just no events to play in, if somebody pops up an event tomorrow and it's a 650 to 750 event. Uh, chances are, I have plans, right? And so, it's not going to change my life to say, "Hey, you know what? I am going to go to this tournament now and play in this tournament." But if there were open tournaments, look, we have Fargo Rate where you can fair match, you can do handicap races, Fargo Rate Hot, whatever. Yeah, I'll probably play in those events. But you know, now we we cap and we handicap and we do it. We we cap even more than we handicap, and it's just
0: I don't know. I don't love it. I mean. I think it's great in the overall, you have players in like in the grand scheme of things, you have more players playing league, more players playing tournaments, more, whether it's Fargo or not, you know, or or Fargo events to lead up to these big, you know, handicap tournaments. Um, It's getting people filled up that pool room in Oklahoma. I'm sure it did great for that, you know, local economy, having 128 players from all across the country there, you know, Um, and yeah, I mean outside of that like if you're gonna complain about things you know whether it's conditions or listen nobody held a gun to anybody's head to play and if i'm and if i'm like if you're gonna complain about whether it's sandbagging or tables or you know room to sit listen if i'm fine if i'm doing that i'm finding out if i'm gonna be comfortable or not before i'm signing up for that shit that's just me you know if you don't do your due diligence
1: I don't feel like you but got like,
0: anybody else to blame but yourself. That's just your yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: this goes to to like the old kind of back in the day thing when I was cutting my teeth and coming up. You know, you went out to the pool room. There were tournaments four or five nights a week and they were $20 entry fee. And you went out there and there were three or four pro level players in a tournament. You knew you probably wouldn't win a tournament, but you knew you'd learn something and you'd get better. Right. And you go out and you compete and you'd get better. I think now the problem is people don't want to get get better. People don't want to get better. They don't want to compete against better players. And they say that. It's so funny because they flip the argument around. They say that about the 700 shooter. Oh, you don't want to go out and match up with Scott Frost, who's a 765. No, I don't want to match up with Scott Frost. I don't really want to match up with anybody. I don't want to go out and play $100 sets, $500 sets right now. Because I, I don't get a chance to play that often, so I'm not in stroke, you know. But I would love to go out two nights a week and play in a twenty dollar entry fee tournament. I'd like to do that. Can't do that.
0: So that's my point. Um, back in the go, day, go just go meet a, meet a friend, Joe. Get how about this? Go get the Slotto app. Uh huh. Uh huh. Get the Slotto app. I love Slotto. Find you a Slotto matchup, you know, and. And try doing it that way. Listen, look, I'll, I'll look, give you no, this. No, no, no. When, 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 when I'm here hold in town let – me,
1: Let me say this point. Let me say this point because that's what people say all the time. Go match up. Go match up. Right? No, or just go play – or just go play recreationally is what I was going to say. Listen, no, no, no. no a, but even that. Even that. Look, here's the thing. you What you don't understand, if you and I match up, okay, and, and we play each other, you might learn a little. I might learn a little. You know, Whatever happens, happens. That set, hold on, that set or that couple sets we play, it's over. But if I go to a tournament and I play six different players throughout the course of the night with six different scenarios, get to witness six different ways people break, people play position, few new safeties I've never seen, that is much better seasoning than playing one person over and over again all night that always makes similar decisions, right? And guess what? If you're a 585 shooter and you're doing that against 650s and 700s and 720s. Well, now all of a sudden you're adding knowledge to your arsenal that's going to make you a better player. Problem is right now, you're a 685 and you're playing in 685 and unders Look. or or 585, you're playing in 585 and unders, you're not adding that ar- that knowledge to your arsenal. Right? You're playing people who play your level or below and you're not really gaining a whole lot of knowledge. So, I'm off my
0: soapbox. Look, you, you said you wouldn't want to play $100 sets. If I asked you to gamble even playing $100 sets, would you gamble with me playing $100 sets?
1: No, because you're a friend, and I'd torture you.
0: you would if Eric Nordstrom
1: hard. asked me to gamble for $100 sets, my buddy in here from Oklahoma, I'd play him. It would be a competitive matchup. I'd play him. It'd be fun. It'd be interesting. So, But I guess your point is, like if I could make $100 sets, you know, off of beating somebody I knew I could beat, would I do it? No. I, I never even felt right about that, Mike. When I would travel and I would go into pool rooms and people would come up and ask me to play, you know what I'd say? Hmm. They, they'd ask me to play, and I'd say, okay, but I play well. I'm just letting you know now. Because I didn't want that drama of I beat
0: him out of two sets. Have you heard of the Superbirds Expo? <laughs> well, I didn't want that <laughs> drama. Is that, is, that followed, is, is that what Is that what that? I mean, listen, here – my my point is that I, I understand what you're saying and there's plenty of, you know, people who don't share that same mindset and you can't change that, you know, who maybe they don't want to get better for whatever reason or maybe they do want to get better. or Maybe everyone's just got a ceiling, you know, and that's just that's just where, where they're going to end up at, you know. Josh Hines,
1: Josh Hines, one of the comments, you get, you can get better now by watching YouTube rather than getting your teeth kicked in by someone you'll never beat. That's the difference. Adapt and evolve. Josh, that is so, that is such crap. <laughs> okay, that is absolute crap. You cannot, by watching YouTube, you cannot replace the experience of playing somebody better than you. Thank you for Got following it. the
0: show, but your comment is crap. Okay. That you can't do it. Wow, Joey's, Joey's just on fire. Joey's been saving up. Come on, Mike. For the last couple, no, I the I I, I, I will agree with that. I, you can you can learn from watching YouTube, but that's not going to help you go execute when there's pressure. There's a yes. big difference. Yes. You know, a and, big and you know what? big difference.
1: The one exception to that is maybe some tactical moves in one pocket. Okay, I've watched a lot of one pocket, and I do
0: think but you, it's still to execute, you. you, can, you have to execute though. You can You can see like, hey, there's an opportunity to do this shot. But at the end of the day, you still gotta hit it the right way in order to execute said shot. Yes. You know, so I'm 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 not gonna argue that at all because you're 100 percent right for once. you like can one, I record one, that?
1: On, is this? You've had like
0: one great take in like six months, <laughs> which is great. I mean, I'm thrilled you're back. But uh, no, you know it's. Listen, there's a guy here in town where I'll play him. He, he's great. He's an older guy, but he runs balls really well. You know. Hold on. Hold up, on. Hold on. Up,
1: Look at that comment by Josh. What? He appreciates the disagreement, but you'll never see a shot in person that you can't see on YouTube. Okay. You'll never execute a shot on YouTube that you can execute in person. How about it? Okay, go ahead. Tell me the one. Say, say that again? You'll never execute a shot on YouTube that you can execute in person.
0: You can execute it. You just got to execute No, you it cannot was. execute a shot on YouTube.
1: How are you going to oh, do that?
0: Oh. Well, if you – you gotta practice. You still gotta go play. That's the point. I I understand what you're saying. You still gotta go play. You know, you can get a good foundation of education through through there. Mike, let's do an experiment.
1: Take the next year for four hours a day. You watch pool on YouTube. I and then watch you and I match pool up. as it is, man.
0: I can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't watch that. Hey, tell more. me the
1: story about the old guy. What is it?
0: No, it's just he's a, he's a he runs balls really well. You know why I hang out with him when I'm in town? It's because he's good company. Me and him don't ever gamble, and I'm and I'm fine with it. You know, there's a couple of guys in town that I do like to gamble with, you know, but but I I would not trade a day of not gambling to go hang out with my buddy, who I know we're both trying our asses off and we enjoy each other's company. Yeah, you know, and and it's just genuine, sincere, competitive fun. And I learned from him. You know, you know who I mean, one I, of the
1: best gamblers in the country is, who makes a really good living gambling pool.
0: Please don't tell me you're going to bring up Jason Hunt. I'll, no. I'll block no. I'll <laughs> block. I'll block you instantly. Instantly. Instant block. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Certain, certain things things just crossing the line, Joe. I no, can't have, uh, no.
1: Let me tell you something. His name's Mike Davis. Okay, Mike Davis lived on the East Coast, you know, pretty much his whole life, and he travels up and down the East Coast, and he finds players to play. And you know what he does? He beats them. And you know what he does after that? He's the nicest guy you ever meet. And so people love losing to that guy. I've handed Mike Davis $400 at the end of the night and said, when can we do this again? <laughs> you know, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Like he's giving me the last three and nine ball when he's in his prime. And I lose 400, four sets for, for a hundred each. I hand him $400. And I'm just like, do you have time tomorrow to play some more? You know, it's like, he just has this way when he matches up with you of making you be known, like, you know, like showing that you're important too. And he'll give you some advice, but not enough <laughs> to be able to beat him, you know, and he'll just be kind to you and nice to you. And he just keeps taking your money, you know? And, and one day I asked him about that. I'm like, why are you so different than all the other players? And he's like, happy customers, you know, happy customers.
0: Smart man, got got gotta keep gotta keep uh, gotta keep the fridge stocked, you know. So no, it makes sense. It it, you know everyone has a different way of doing things, and look, if you you're always gonna have like that stigma when it comes to events when you're doing something like that, no matter what, you know. And you got to know that by now. Your head cannot be under a rock because if you if you're well aware enough of your Fargo to go play in that event you know that there's probably other people who have sandbagged at some point or another. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you kind of get what you pay for there at the end of the day, you got to go and play well, you know, yeah. and you got to go and and, and go on a run and get some roles like any other event and be able to adapt. And, you know, it's um, yeah. I mean, so
1: they had the mob, I think it was called the gunslinger. It was 32 players $1,000 entry, and our buddy Rick Glasscock calls me up, uh, messages me, and I call him. I'm, for the Ephraim ball.
0: Is that what I I get? No, I got
1: him the Ephraim <laughs> Finally. <laughs> but I'm talking to him, and he's asking me about Chris Lulick. And I'm like, Chris is a good player. I think he can do it. And he sent me the player list, and I looked it over, and there were good players on there. But I was like, you know, Chris really bears down. He gets, goes hard for the cheese. I like Chris Lulick. I think you should buy him in the auction. So Chris Lulick finishes second in that event. Nice. And yeah. And so I reached out to Rick and I'm like, hey, you bought Chris Are you right? kidding me? Like, no, I didn't buy him.
0: Are you kidding me? Let me tell you a story <laughs> one time. Let me tell you a story one time. So there was a gambling match going on in Colorado or Utah, maybe it was some Arizona guys. I don't know. But I knew Joey knew him, right? <laughs> I knew I knew instantly. I, really- I knew instantly instantly Joey knew him. So like, I'm going to make sure Adam King versus Chris McDaniel, when I'm getting my money in, right. I want to, you know, do my homework a little bit, especially if I got some like resources that I can go and, you know, knock on their door. Right. So what do I do? I call my buddy, Joe. Right. I said, Hey Joe, you know, these guys. Oh yeah. Mike, I've known them for years. And I said, great. Well, they're playing a match. So I need to know where to put my money on. Now, I'm not gonna say whose name that he said, but the guy who the guy who he said to bet on, I I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Good, that's who I'm gonna bet on. Got robbed, <laughs> and I mean, just like robbed, like just just it, it was. I'd never seen somebody break ten ball that well ever in my life. <laughs> <That was laughs> what Chris McDaniel did And that in and that, you know, and that set, was that was
1: the exact same I, table that Danny Olson beat Chris Reinhardt on where Danny Olsen broke like King Kong. So that table has a tendency to break well.
0: I fired on that guy. I fired on that guy. <laughs> and Joey just like, I mean, Joey was like, yeah. You
1: well, know, you know I, what happened?
0: I pick him bad sometimes. So look, said.
1: Adam King had just gotten back from the U.S. Open. He had done really well there. He was kind of on a roll. He was playing good. And he matches up against Chris, who was coming off a huge layoff. And Chris is a great player, but he was coming off a huge layoff. And so I'm like, I like Adam King in this one. Well, you know, not long after that, Adam ends up having some eye problems, Mike.
0: I think he had like a detached this is the kind of shit out. you need to know. These are yeah, the kind well, of things that I needed to know before talk- you tell me to go fire on him. <laughs> you know, I-, I didn't know. <laughs> this, this is what you tell me. He may have some, some seeing issues. It may not be the time right now. No, Joey says – Get a second mortgage on the house, Mike. Go, <laughs> fire go, go, fire, go, go, fire. You know the green light. You know all guns are anyway, blazing. That's what he tells me. Anyway, after the fact, I see
1: Adam in Vegas, and I asked him about the match, and he was like, "Yeah," and I'm having these eye problems and had eye surgeries and stuff. So I hope he's doing better. He's a good player, and uh, he was my arch nemesis when I lived in Colorado. I can.
0: I saw something on YouTube, or someone shared something about a YouTube where Adam was doing some like Q Sports news. I think is what it was called. So some he what? Was kind of- it was called Q. if I remember right, it was called Q Sports News, where he was like reading off news and just going on like things. Podcasting.
1: And- he tried that for a minute and then he was like, Yeah, I couldn't do that anymore. You're well, doing a good it. job. I, I couldn't do the podcasting thing. By the way, our buddy Chisholm is starting a podcast on Golden Tea. Golden tea. Yeah, you remember he, he's like he owns golden tea machines and he's like a competitive golden tea player. You know, know the that. golf game in a, in the the bars. You don't know yeah, I, I know what it is. Anyway, he's I, starting a podcast, I, uh, and you know he shared his intro video with me and stuff. It's going to be pretty cool. So you have to check yeah. it out.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you've probably you've probably put in more podcast hours with Old Chisholm than you have over here over the last few <laughs> weeks. Of what it sounds like? <laughs> hey, uh,
1: so look before we go, um, Soaring Eagles is this week, right up in Michigan.
0: Tomorrow, I don't know what do you do in the morning. Uh, I don't know why. Eight AM. I got Pius Labutis coming on. We're gonna talk some more Spanish open because he had a great run. And then at eight thirty in the same show, I'm gonna get your girl Cristina Zlateva on and talk about the WPBA event coming up. Is she gonna play in that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she
1: was just in Portugal like the other day.
0: Right. And she's she's gonna be on location tomorrow but she, well, she did the pool player podcast with you
1: easy now yeah? okay you know, you re- relax switch. relax
0: tiger relax tiger All right? <laughs> <A> married <laughs> <So> man <laughs> we, yeah so we're gonna have her on tomorrow uh in the morning talk some wpba stuff because I, I feel like there's certain things and maybe you know part of that is you know this um like 600 or, like we neglect certain things that maybe we shouldn't neglect maybe i just don't give a shit enough about them to like pay attention to them but like we need to do a better job of like covering more things and just giving more things the respect and attention they deserve. And part what? of that is PBA. Yeah, I mean a lot of times we just kinda like brush over them. Yeah. You know? So but I worked I, I talked with um so I did a, a junior interview with Kennedy and um I forget who else. There was another maybe it was Savannah or so no Sophia. Well I did both of them, but I talked with Sophia and Kennedy about Doing some like follow up stuff with me, like post WPBA, PBA, talk about their experiences and what the event was like, and maybe some stuff during if we can, if we can find time. So, but we're gonna talk uh, with her, with Christina, just about the event coming up, and she's been on on a great run. You know, she's very consistent. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having her on, man. And yeah, I'm trying to make that. Yeah, I mean, thanks t- for inviting
1: me like 12 hours before. Actually, it's. Ten hours before, but hey, what are you gonna do? Hey, uh, but seriously, um, can I just talk to you about something that really bothers me about WPBA? Sure. When yeah. they stream the matches, the angle they put the camera on it just puts me on tilt every time I see it.
0: What do you? What do you? What do you mean? What angle? It, are like, you? I don't watch enough of it. I don't. I couldn't tell you. When
1: you tune in, it's the camera on an angle on like the side of the table. And not at the base of the table. Look, looking. man,
0: it was like, it drives me crazy, bro. here's my thing, man. Like a couple of, like six months ago, they didn't even know what Facebook was over the WPBA. Okay. So, <laughs> so, like, so like the fact that they're, you know, streaming on YouTube and doing Facebook posts and actually sharing uh, brackets, they're making just, leaps and strides in my book, man. Hey, I mean, I just they're, just, the they're going above and beyond.
1: I just want you to go know, out to Michigan, put my $200 webcam up and shine it on the table in the right way and, you know, like turn it into something nice. No offense to the people who do it. I mean, but I just think the angle it always sucks. It's far away. It's like, you know, I don't know if there's a rhyme or a reason to why they do it that way. We'll have to talk to Jerry Stuckert. He's up there. He kind of helps them out with these tournaments you and stuff. Got
0: Your boy was putting on a big comment. You wanna, oh, you what do we got on? here? I don't know. Let's see
1: snapping off multiple events in a row, have a lot of good things going in life for them. Hmm.
0: Even the best of the best have had can only you, you, need a, you need to put in shorter comments if you want to get on the screen. <laughs> okay, we can only get they, obviously,
1: something isn't going so well in life. Being able to have that insight as a better player. Okay. So I guess he's trying to say that, like, it, I think there's a lot of merit to this, actually. Um, you know, because... When you have stuff going on in life, tough things, it's tough to have the mental clarity to play well. I can get down with that. You know, there's times in life where things are stressful, and uh, it's just tough to play good pool. But when you can
0: relax, when you clear your mind, you do how have the hell did we get it there? I don't know, but it's interesting. I don't know how we got there. I don't know where this all came from. We, you, let me give you Joey's number. And then you can shoot me a PM. I'll get you Joe's number. And uh, you know we can we can hug it out. I don't know how we got there. You're right. I mean any, anything to do like you got like to find that comment though. I kind of like that comment as opposed
1: to this other one about like you can be a world champion watching YouTube. But I like that comment. We were just talking yeah. about
0: WPBA and angles. I don't know where we. <laughs> and before yeah. y'all were going at it about YouTube, you know, tutorials and stuff. You know. Yeah. I don't well, know where... anyway. I don't know. Anyway,
1: okay. So question for you. Okay. Will they get the camera angle right? One, Doubtful. two. Will we have a surprise winner of that
0: event? Two is no because I just looked back. I messaged I messaged the it's WPBA. Never and a surprise sent me,
1: with WPBA. You it's never like have the an same.
0: Upset. It's like the same like three girls, four girls who have been in finals or have won the event over the last like two years at at a at a minimum. I was it's going back great. and I was going back and looking. No, it's not. It really is. But as I was much going by people
1: like kind of dynasties, like Chicago Bulls, stuff like that. They also like parody. Well, like, I can
0: appreciate greatness, but like, this is like, okay, we fast forward. You know, you know what Sunday is going to look like because it's always looking the same on Sundays. You know, it just does. And, you know, the cream tends to rise to the I top. I gave
1: you, I don't know if they're all there, but if I gave you like Allison, Kelly, and, cool. uh, like Amber Chen, if or, or you know who's who's the other girl that's been winning away. If I if I gave you them and said I'll give you those four players and or or you can take the field, who would you take?
0: Oh, I'm snap calling, taking them like how you told me to snap call on, on Adam. That's how that's how. Much By the I'm way, short. I owe
1: you a hundred dollars.
0: From what? Well, you just you just paid off forty for me. So what do you owe me a hundred for? <laughs> I
1: owe you sixty because <laughs> yeah. the because the players that I took. Over the field, oh, yeah. in Spanish Open. I don't even think they made like the final sixteen. <laughs>
0: yeah, you like, and I and I'm the one who's known as the jinx, which is the irony in, in that in that whole thing, you know. But this is where pool's going, you know. And and in, in, in the in the on the male side, it's been the last two events where you've had more guys kind of make names for themselves or go on runs, and you know, since actually since Sufi, you know, and even yeah. and probably even before then. Yeah. You know, like Francisco wasn't Fran. He was always that guy who was knocking around the final 16, final 32, Yeah. you know, for, for many, many years. He could beat those big names. You know, you talk about like how Sky beat uh, Coe, 9 to whatever. I remember very specifically a international in the last few years where I'm watching Fran play Co on a side table way in the back, you know, and I'm like, this is a matchup I want to see. And Fran ran over him, 9-1. Somewhere around there, maybe 11-1. I That's mean, crazy. like, it was, yeah, I mean, just beat him. And look at where he ended up being. You know, I don't think that, like, will translate to everyone who has that kind of win to go on what he did. But, like, you're trending the right way, you know, and more That's kind upsets.
1: Of Franco's point in here where he talks about, like, the younger players getting closer to to doing well in these WPBA events. Really, yeah. those the, the reason to watch right now for me are those younger players. And the dominance of the fishers to me at this stage of their career, you know, both of those are intriguing angles for the WPBA events. But you know, seeing so many of the same names that you know aren't getting there, um, I don't know, it's not doing. What do you mean? Who's
0: well? Who ain't getting there? Hey, who ain't getting there? Everybody other than the four names we talked about. See, I don't know. I mean, like. I can take like Christina, for example. She's been third, second. Oh, yeah. you know, she's she, she's been real she's consistent. I can take that. If you don't, if
1: you take the field and she's in the field, you might lose because she's ready to snap one off.
0: Well, yeah, but there's Takach There's you know
1: um, yeah the, those two the the two Christinas the two Fishers, yeah. you know, and then a Margaret. couple of West Asian players that are in it. Margaret, yeah, yeah. But I mean. I'm not going
0: to say anymore. I don't mean said, any. Disrespect. You've already said. Why would you start at the show with, the, with the hot takes from the beginning? I don't know why you would stop now. I don't. I don't mean any disrespect. You know what I mean? Like it's not being disrespectful. You're just saying how the results have been over the last few years. I literally went back and looked at them the other day. You know, because yeah. they, they sent me the link to AZ Birds, which has all their history, and I went back and I clicked event after event after event just to see where was Kelly and you know what? Where was Kelly? Where was Way? Where was Allison? And you know what? It, it I didn't have to scroll too much when I clicked on each event to see where they were at because they were usually at the top, you know, yeah. every, every, every single one of them. So, I mean, I I look, can one of these girls become one of those players? It's like how we talked about with Chua and them, right? Can some of these girls go on to be like Kelly and Alice, Allison? For sure they got that upside, they're, but they're, they're, they're not there yet, yeah. you know. They're, Did they they're post not there any yet. brackets yet? No man, they may they may not even have cloth on the tables out there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I actually I saw I saw
1: and your friend's gonna come back on the show and chew. Listen, no, no,
0: no. You know what pissed me off? let me let me tell y'all something because we're like family around here, right? So I was doing when when I was doing shit with Nate, right? And and I and I had a very vocal opinion about the WPBA. And then you know what, and I'm just gonna say it now because I don't really give a shit anymore, but so we're in Vegas and uh, Nate says I'm gonna have on Dean from the WPBA, and I guess I don't know who the hell Dean was. So evidently, Dean was like the head guy at the WPBA. Yeah, he's like, he like said, I don't
1: think he's allowed it in
0: in the. He Rio. said, <laughs> he said, oh yeah, yeah I, which came to a surprise. No, no coincidence. Now the WPBA and Predator no longer have a relationship, or yeah. you know, or CSI. So, but and I digress on that topic. Anyhow, so I'm like, Nate, telling me, you know, uh, Dean's gonna come on the show. You know, and I said, okay, I said, great. When is it? Well, you know, he don't want you on the show. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> you know, so anyway, they lost, he lost all my respect. What they're doing now is great. And, you know, I still feel like we have an obligation to like, you know, talk about it and, you know, show some love where love needs to be shown. Um, but that guy, I I don't give two shits about that guy. You know, so
1: he didn't want to uh, Michael on the show.
0: Well, I just like you were coming out with some you, zingers. If on you're going out of listen, if you're gonna go out of your way to dodge me like that, it just shows to me how gutless you are. You were coming you know, with some zingers though, bro. Yeah, but listen, if you don't, then, then go do something. It was all then. about the
1: April thing. Remember when they weren't letting April in the events, and because she played in if like gonna, the listen, Jackson I don't country. understand that.
0: If you're gonna stand behind something, stand behind it, Joey. You know, like yeah. your your opinion with old boy. What what the hell was his name that we just had him on? You know, you say what's on your mind. Who? Right? That guy talking about YouTube and shit. I don't know what the oh. name was, but <laughs> I thought yeah. you were
1: talking about when we had Karim on and I came out hot. Like, hey Karim, oh, that was, was on the, the
0: table? <laughs> 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 we're doing we're like two minutes before about to go live with Karim from Predator. This is after like the Vegas incident with like all those tables, tables just were catastrophe. I mean, we're just terrible. Hours. And and uh so, they knew that's what we are going to talk about, right? Like, they they were very aware, you know, but we were like, we were going to build up to it. We were going to warm up to it, right? We were going to let everybody get a little- I didn't get little, that memo. A, a little cozy here, right? Joey goes like, three, two, one. So, Karim, let's talk about those tables and all those problems we're having right now. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. You know? uh Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just so I,
1: I got to go back to Josh's comment here. What did we say to bash Nate? We didn't say anything to bash
0: Nate. I'm not bashing Nate at all. I had nothing to do no, with Nate. Oh, he's I not like talking Nate. about Nate. He's talking about no. Dean, Dean. I'm talking about the like from Dean. from WPBA. I'm fine No, I like
1: Nate We're a lot. all about yeah. growing the game. No, yeah, we, yeah. he's just saying he was going on Nate's show and he was supposed to go on with Dean from WPBA and Dean tells Nate,
0: I don't want Mike on the show. So we're not saying yeah. anything
1: bad about Nate.
0: No, Nate. no, 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 and I respect Nate for you know because oh, I would I would have said go get go get the interview, you know the hell with me go get that go get that interview, you yeah. know before anything else you know like above all else make sure and get that interview. Do not let that opportunity go by the wayside, you know. But so this is how rumors get started. Somebody's gonna
1: log in now they're gonna see josh's comments and they call nate <laughs> yeah, message yeah, yeah, nate yeah, yeah, and no. say hey look at this comment that was on dogging it and like i'd it. say
0: listen i would say the same thing to anyone joey knows me we've had we've been around people from the wpa on air off air had very candid conversations some things we can't say some things we can say right but like anything tough that I,
1: conversations
0: yeah, yeah, WPA.
1: but you know, like you did the same thing I did to Karim with Stuart Rogers from the WPA. You remember? I, no, the hell with don't don't no, 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 don't don't say
0: that don't, don't 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 put me in that category because I was literally quiet for like thirty minutes. I sat there with the microphone like uh, this for like I, thirty minutes while y'all talk about Australia and and the and the leagues that were going on. So hold on, just, hold on, and hold on. I'm just I'm just in the middle while you two go back and forth. Stewart comes and introduces himself, and I like Stuart. He's like, by the way. yeah,
1: tell me about yourself. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm this in Australia. That's and how blah, it's blah, supposed blah. to be a career. We build blah, them blah, blah, blah. up. We warm yeah. up.
0: We warm and then up. He,
1: Hold on. And then he's like, yeah, so I bring this whole contingent out here from Australia and New Zealand. It's great, blah blah blah. And then he's like, I'm also a newly appointed board member of the WPA, and I'm like, great, I'd love to ask you about that. And he's like. Go a little easy on that because I'm like brand new. I, I, so, I didn't get that memo. I didn't get that memo. <laughs> that my, was not told to and me. And Mike was doing one of these with the microphone. This is what I love, Mike. When you're in the you're in the booth and he's there and you're asking zingers and you're holding the mic like this and you're just like So, what do you say the WPA does?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and well, Stewart, like, it's like uh, it's like it's like office based, right? What would you say meaning of the bomb. You <laughs> do here. Yeah. What would you say? You do here. Meaning of the bomb. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I just, I I didn't get afterwards, Joey, like, you know, Joey just tells me, Mike, what the hell was that? And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? What was that? He said, you were supposed to take it easy on him. I said, "Why didn't you tell me that before we, we went live?" I you never told me that. You never well, like he's a
1: he's a brand new WPA board member. Like
0: Well, brand I mean, new. listen, if you're going to if you're going to jump on in the water, you better know it can get a little chilly around here. You know, as all as <laughs> all I say. I tell know. you
1: what, Patrick Neal is my favorite supporter. Best show in a while. Joey's here, well, coincidence.
0: <laughs> we we have been on people's shit list and on people's good side you know and and it's but it's by being true to who we are for better or worse yeah you know and some people will leave us on red like I hope Mark does come on the show cuz I'd love to have him on and you know some people probably won't ever come on ever you know which is fine as well you know and uh but hey listen there's been times when I've apologized to a lot of people too you know there's been times whenever um you know, Mark. I either go and eat my words. Bishabash. Bosch. You know, oh, you said okay. well, you couldn't you said couldn't run four balls, you, like, he, he looked like that in the earlier <laughs> match. I
1: forget <laughs> who it was. Yeah. With.
0: <laughs> Whatever hopes I have of him coming on the show, they're gone now. Look, like, I know I he's that. a great
1: player. I know he's a great player. He is and a great that's player. why I was surprised when I turned it on and I'm like telling the kids, Oh, this should be a good match, and we, we're watching the match and it's like brick, brick, brick. So yeah. when I when I tuned in later and saw that he uh you know finishing in second i was like wow no it's, it's you, got you it know together.
0: it was and that's like i love i love these things coming out of events because i literally said whenever we were like me and mike were talking about like potential final fours or whatever or finals i said man ain't nobody trying to see dang versus Bosch in the finals that's exactly what <laughs> i said really that's exactly like you can go back and replay i said nobody wants to watch dang and Bosch in the finals and then it ended up being one of the best finals one of the ever. best finals ever yeah, so way that's to go, how Mike.
1: It. So you really know what you're doing here.
0: I also picked Dane to win it all in the round of 64, buddy. So I, you know, I can I can hang my hat on that one too. You dang, know? Uh, dang, that's you know. pretty
1: good. <laughs> but
0: no, this is I love talking about all things. that You know, as as much. Hey, as what track, else, what are we forgetting? I don't know. We got a bunch of. I got a lot more junior stuff coming up. Christina tomorrow. PS, I'm working on like Landon and a few other ones, uh, a few of the a few other juniors uh, leading up to the event out in Illinois. Um, I, I don't know. I saw that. Oh, Iowa. Big Dogs is coming up, I think. Yeah. You see that post by Buffalo talking about Evan not getting any love on Bird's Digest? I don't no, know if I didn't much know see the that. Bus, but that one was a little, a little rough. A little rough on old Pinozo. Me. I didn't see that
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> he he yeah. knocked Pinozo pretty good.
0: Well, just like you know, they didn't show any love to buffaloes, you know. Oh yeah, on on Berge Digest, which, you know. I love Mike, so uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything bad about it, you know. But they got they
1: let a lot of look. Hey, there's gonna be more of that, right? With more and more events popping up, more yeah, marketing events. Listen,
0: we 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 talked about it quite a bit on here. Yeah, you know, and I, I've talked about it whenever I'm you know talking uh, <clears throat> other events with when I talk with Jeremy about one pocket, I'm always trying to bring up that conversation and you know, it's, we always it's, talk about Buffalo's. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't, we could have done a better job this year. I felt like you we, know, we were, need
1: to do our one pocket power rankings again, son. Lots we've been changed. That for like
0: a year, a lot's changed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Let's a whole lot. changed. Well, when right. Are you gonna I'm going to get work on that. going to be back on.
1: In like seven hours. You're going to be like, there in the morning. Huh? I'm at you this hear? conference. I'm in Houston right now, right? I'm at this conference. And there was this really awkward moment today where this guy came up to the booth and he looked exactly like Sky Woodward. And I was, I so wanted to ask him for a picture. So for I sure. could, like, so I could have posted it here and said, Who does this remind you of? I mean, he looked just like Sky Woodward.
0: It was a little awkward. You should have taken the photo. Yeah. Maybe. I've almost done that before, too. I was at a gas station and could have sworn that that guy was Corey Duell. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: When you do what we do, it's like everybody yeah. we see, we have to really yeah, they have no idea what we're somehow. talking about
0: either. Yeah, yeah. Because we're just we're solely in the full world and that's where our minds at. But yeah, yeah. like
1: walking down the hall, it's like that guy looks like Evan Linda. Oh, that guy like <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, for sure. Well, hey Mike, it
1: was good getting back with you guys. Thanks for your support. We're gonna um we're gonna get that merch out soon. Uh at least some t-shirts and some hats hopefully some sweatshirts, you know, that kind of stuff. So you guys can uh, wear it to the pool room, support us. Also, remember, if you'd like to support us and you're not already doing so, you can head on over to patreon.com slash doggingit. Different ways to support us over there. And we're going to be throwing a lot more content up there in the near future. So thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you guys next time.